bestie. Welcome or welcome back to the Bold and Badass podcast. I'm your host, Lacey, and I'm fired up that you're here because I am so tired of women feeling inadequate for not being further along in life and like they're crazy or ungrateful even for wanting more. On this show, I'm going to help you cut through the noise, turn your setbacks into your success story, and become the most bold and badass version of you. I'm talking about calling in the most exciting opportunities, experiences, and people into your life and claiming the abundance that is your birthright. So if you're ready to make some serious magic happen, grab your coffee and water and let's fucking go. Hello, beautiful. I'm happy that you're here for another episode of the Bold and Badass podcast. I hope you had an amazing Christmas. At the time of this recording, it's right after the Christmas holiday. I certainly had an exciting Christmas. One of um, mine and Isaiah's vision board goals came to life. I forgot, but Isaiah reminded me. Apparently on our third date, we talked about being the hub house that hosts birthday parties and holidays and all the things, right? We've both wanted to do this for a long time. I've always dreamed of being that house, the place where everyone comes together. And this year, that dream came to life. We brought that vision board goal to life. And it was so cool. It was really exciting to do that in our own place and a place that we love so much that we have built up, decorated and made so us. <laughs> and we just really, really loved it. It was so fulfilling and so exciting to see that creation come to life because that was something that we created with intention. So I got some pretty cool gifts. He got some pretty cool gifts. We definitely had our work cut out for us because we completely remodeled Jalen's room. If you don't know, he's our three and a half year old son. He's currently into Spider-Man and cooking. He is obsessed with cooking. So we remodeled his room, painted it light blue, put some Spider-Man details, sprinkled around the room, gave him a kitchen, full-on grocery store, basically. And he loved it. He absolutely loved it. And we're just so happy that he does (laughs) because it took us literally four days to do this room remodel and so many hours went into it blood sweat and almost a few tears (laughs) but overall we just had a really great time and the most important thing was that we got to spend it together and we just were all so happy and grateful so this week what inspired this episode was I heard something on a podcast I was listening to that stopped me dead in my tracks have you ever heard something or overheard something that stops all gears and you're like wait what And then you sit with it and you think about it and you're like, oh my God, that's brilliant. So I was listening to a podcast episode on my favorite podcast, Impact Theory with Tom Bilyeu, and he was interviewing Justin Bieber's doctor and they were talking about only my favorite subject, neuroscience. If you didn't know, I am back in school currently to get my bachelor's degree in neuroscience the study of the brain and the nervous system. I'm obsessed with all things brain, psychology, human behavior, the body, how it responds to certain stimulus. So I was listening to this episode all about neuroscience 
and Justin Bieber's doctor was telling him all these things all these years to help him with his brain health. And he said, just like many other celebrities and teenagers, half of it goes in one ear and out the other. They may or may not listen to you. And for the first few years, that's exactly what he did. He wasn't really taking anything seriously. And then one day he came back and he said, I get it. He said, if I had a heart problem, I would do everything you told me to do. No questions asked. Well, the brain is, is an organ just like the heart. And its health is important too. In fact, it's almost as important, if not just as important, as your heart health. So I get it. I'm going to listen to everything you say. I'm going to do whatever you tell me from now on. And from that point on, he was actually able to learn. He was able to improve his brain health. And in turn, his body health. And in turn, his entire life, if you haven't noticed. But it all started with his brain health. And that's why I love talking about this because I love teaching people how to be healthy holistically. And when you really break it down to get to the root cause of everything, it honestly all points to your brain health. If you take care of your brain, it handles the rest. It literally handles the rest because your brain is what communicates and sends signals to your body on how to react and respond, not just emotionally, but physically. Your brain quite literally tells your genes how to express themselves. So your brain health, I would argue, is the most important organ in your entire body, and you should take it seriously. So that's what inspired this episode. And because of that, I just wanted to share six natural medicines for your brain health, or rather six ways that you can support your brain health starting today to improve your mood, your physical health, your emotional health, your relationships, your focus, your productivity, your energy, you name it. It literally all roots back to this. And in a video I watched, they labeled this MEDS-RX. And you'll see why it's an acronym. But you know how medicine has the little MEDS-RX, whatever, that little acronym? Well, this is the MEDS-RX for your brain health. So the first one, the M, is meditation. Meditation is so freaking good for brain health. There was a study done that concluded if you just meditate for 13 minutes a day over an eight-week period, your brain health significantly improves. Your focus, your mood regulation, your clarity, your hormonal balance, literally so many things. You can use meditation intentionally for so many different things. But if you've never meditated before, you don't know where to start, start with that 13 minutes a day or even start with five minutes a day. I know when I first got into meditation, I was so interested to start and to learn about it but didn't exactly know how to do it or how to lead myself I just started looking up guided meditations on YouTube anywhere from 5 to 15 minutes pick an area of your life you want to focus on and find a 10 minute guided meditation for that and start I'll go ahead and disclose now if you've never meditated before or if you have but very inconsistently you're going to feel like you suck at it at first, you're not going to be able to focus. Most likely your thoughts are going to bounce all over the place. You're going to feel uncomfortable, fidgety. Maybe you're going to think you're doing it wrong. You're going to think it isn't working, but trust me, keep going, keep showing up day after day, keep trying, keep doing it. 
and you will get results. You will be able to focus easier. You will be more productive during times where you need to be focused. You will feel more at peace. You will know how to emotionally regulate much better. The list goes on. So that's the first one. The second one, the E, is exercise. I know some of you are rolling your eyes right now. (laughs) But exercise is not just for physical health, for your body. It is good for brain health, especially first thing in the morning. Exercise causes enhanced activity in the prefrontal cortex. And I saw something somewhere once that said movement is fertilizer for the brain and sitting is smoking for the brain. It's literally true. Exercise and just movement in general is so good for the entire body, but especially the brain. If you're not a gym rat, you hate working out, or you just don't see yourself getting to the gym multiple times a week, it literally doesn't have to be that difficult. You can achieve the benefits by simply getting up and going for a 15-minute walk. Jump rope for 10 minutes. Do a 15-minute YouTube workout in your living room. Do something. And you can always build upon that. If 10 minutes requires a lot of energy and effort from you now, start with 10 minutes twice a week. Then bump it up to three days a week. Then four days a week. Then bump it up to 15 minutes. Then bump it up to 20. So on and so forth. It doesn't have to be these huge increases from week to week. It can be literally so minuscule. But as long as you're doing something and making some kind of progress, that's the direction you want to be going. It's so, so beneficial for your brain health. The third one, the D, is diet. Now, you obviously know how this impacts your body, your physical health, but diet impacts the brain so much more than you realize. I could list off certain foods that are supportive for your brain, but if you don't want to get into like the science and the nitty gritty of why which foods support what, you can do what I did when I first started learning about how food affects my body. I literally had a food diary. Every time I would eat, I would write down how I was feeling before eating. Then I would write down how that food made me feel afterwards physically, energetically, mentally, emotionally, whatever would come up. And I started noticing a lot of patterns, some that I was not too excited to find out. (laughs) Like hot wings really tear my stomach up and hot Cheetos really make me sad. The more I started to learn about myself and about how certain foods made me feel, crazy enough, the less I started craving foods that didn't really support me physically or mentally. And the more I started wanting to eat the foods that did support me energetically and mentally. Now, non-processed whole foods are obviously better for everyone, just in general. However, the foods that are going to do the biggest number on you, positively or negatively, will vary from person to person. I have friends that wings do not tear up their stomach. They're actually just fine. And same thing with hot Cheetos or other foods that really support my mental health and my energy doesn't really play a factor for them. So this is something that you'll want to experiment with anyways, just to see like what kind of foods actually feel good for your body and what kind of foods don't feel very good for your body. But as a general rule of thumb, unprocessed natural whole foods are going to be best and as low sugar as possible because sugar is so detrimental to brain health. We're not going to dive into why in today's episode, but just trust me. Your brain is only 2% of your total body mass, but it requires 20% of your total nutrients. So if that doesn't tell you how important 
your diet is, then I don't know what does. A question I've started asking myself lately is, is this good for my brain? Is this good brain food? Or is this not so good for my brain? If you're unsure, eat it and then just take note. Just pay attention and take note of how you feel afterwards. Do you feel low on energy? Do you feel bogged down? Do you feel extra bloated? Do you feel tired? Do you feel cloudy brained? Do you feel unable to focus? Do you feel sad? Or vice versa, do you feel super energized? Do you feel super clear and focused? Do you feel productive? Do you feel happy? These are great things to pay attention to when it comes to your diet and the food that you consume. The more knowledgeable you can become about food, and about the nutritional components of the food you're eating, the better. But you can start with awareness. The fourth natural medicine that you can give to your brain is sleep. The S is for sleep. I've done an entire episode on why sleep is so important to your health and how it's the number one overlooked an undermined component of your health and well-being. And that's because sleep plays such a big role in your overall health, but also your brain health. Sleep helps consolidate short-term to long-term memory. It improves cognitive function. It helps with mood regulation, physical health, immunity. Lack of sleep is a detriment to your immune system. Seven to nine hours a night is recommended. And sleeping in low temperature and low light is preferable over a high temperature, or a lit up space. So if you like to sleep with the TV on, not the best for you. It's best if you turn all the electronics off, turn a fan on, get the temperature a little bit lower in the room. That's what's best for your brain to do its job overnight when you're asleep. Also want to touch on how important this is, because I also said this in that recent episode I just told you about. If you were reduced to only four hours of sleep for one single night, just one single night, there would be almost a 70% drop in your natural killer cells activity. And those are your anti-cancer fighting immune cells. That is insane to me. That's just one night of sleep under seven hours. Imagine what happens to the body when you do that for prolonged periods. Every single year during daylight savings, when we lose one hour of sleep, as a collective, there is a 24% increase of heart attacks the very next day. If that's not black and white data that tells you how important sleep is, I don't know what is. Please, please, please prioritize sleep. Set yourself up. If you don't feel like you're someone who gets good sleep, maybe you're a self-diagnosed insomniac like I was, first you need to go listen to the episode about sleep. I think it's episode seven, but listen to that episode so that you can set yourself up to get better sleep and then take it so seriously because it's one of the biggest things that you can do to really have a positive impact on your overall health. All right, moving on to the fifth natural medicine for your brain. The R in MedsRx stands for relationships. You may have heard that who you spend time with is who you become. So you want to surround yourself with healthy, uplifting, and expansive people, not lazy complainers with a limited mindset, with no goals, with no motivation to do better for themselves, who eat like crap, who have poor habits, poor relationships, etc., etc. Studies have shown the number one contributor of happiness and energy are the people you surround yourself with. 
So this is also very important. If you hang out with five, you become the sixth. Take your relationship seriously. You don't have to go around just snip, snip, cutting everybody off that you don't believe is on a good path or in the same headspace as you, but you might have to distance yourself from some people. You might have to spend a little less time around some people. You might have to spend some time in solitude observing and figuring out who are the expanders in your life. Who are the people that make you feel good emotionally, energetically? And if you can't think of anyone, then maybe you need to start putting yourself in a different environment so that you can start finding some of those types of people. And then try to be around them more. It goes both ways. If you hang out with five, you become the sixth, whether that's on a path of destruction or whether that's on a path of abundance and prosperity. Choose wisely. All right, and the last one, the X and Meds RX stands for extras. So there's so many different little things that you can do for brain health, like breath work, grounding, just getting sunlight on your skin, cold showers, sauna, building healthy habits and routines, self-care routines, so many things. So all those extra little things that contribute, they get thrown into this category. The first five are the big five. Don't worry about the extras until you have the big five down. Those are going to be the most important for you. The biggest contributors to your brain health and your overall health. I truly can't tell you how much in my life I've turned around by focusing on these simple things. I say simple, not easy. Trying to tackle all of these at once if every single one of them are out of whack. That can be stressful or overwhelming. If that's how you feel like your life is right now, and you're like, every single one of these is shot, then start with the first one and go down the list. Start with meditating for 13 minutes a day. Give yourself 13 minutes a day to pour into you, to focus on your health, your well-being, and I promise it will pay off tenfold. The compound effect is real when it comes to your health. It really is the small daily habits when done consistently that make the biggest changes in your life. And I'm living proof of that. I lost over 70 pounds just over a year without ever stepping foot inside of a gym. I beat my anxiety and depression when I was having literal daily panic attacks and vivid nightmares so vivid to the point I was waking up in a full-fledged panic attack multiple nights a week. I was a self-diagnosed insomniac, had to take sleeping pills or I wouldn't sleep, a totally irregular period, almost non-existent, and then periods from hell, every symptom imaginable, the worst migraines, hot flashes, bloating, and PMS, to completely regulating my cycle with minimal symptoms. From pushing every single person I was close to in my life away from me, to now being married to my person happily in a beautiful home that we love, that we created together and are so happy and fulfilled in. All from making one decision, one day at a time, to pour into me and to just get 1% better each day. So my action step for you, you know I can't end the episode without giving you an action item. From now on, every single thing you do, I mean everything, before you do it, I want you to ask yourself this question. Does this help or hurt my brain? If you're unsure of the answer, a quick Google won't hurt. A quick Google won't hurt. And if you're still unsure, just pay attention. See how your body feels. 
See how you feel emotionally and energetically and let that guide you to your answer. Repetition is key here and the key to changing your life is to make one decision every single day to keep showing up and keep trying and keep growing. All right, I really hope this was helpful. It was super short and sweet, but it's been monumentally helpful for me and my journey and I can't say it enough. Even though these steps sound so simple, so repetitive, so diluted, they are literally the foundation of creating the life and body of your dreams, the healthiest and happiest version of you, the most bold and badass version of you that already exists, but is just waiting to be unlocked. All right. I love you. Oh my gosh. One last thing. I've been dreaming of hosting a vision board party slash goal setting workshop. So a little context, I've been goal setting and vision boarding for the last almost eight years and I've accomplished some pretty big goals and I attribute it to doing this process, the vision boarding, the goal setting. I do yearly, quarterly, and monthly goals and I check in with my goals weekly and I have daily action items. And I really want to get together with five to 10 women who are super into this, share our goals, build our 2024 vision boards, and then actually hold each other accountable throughout the year. I think that's where the ball tends to drop for a lot of people. They make the pretty vision board, they write their goals down, and then their goals just sit there and collect dust because they have nobody to help them see it through and to hold them accountable till the end. So I want to change that. I want this to be the year that not only do I experience more exponential growth, but I want to do it with a group of girlfriends who are on the same path, who are lit up and ready to fucking take off. So if that sounds like you, please shoot me a DM on Instagram at Boldly Lacey. Just send me a DM saying 2024 vision and I'll know. I'm thinking maybe the first or second week of January, we can get together on Zoom and our PJs and coffee or hot tea and just knock it out together and have a fucking blast while we're doing it. All right, please let me know if that sounds fun to you. I love you. I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for being here. And queen, give yourself a high five for showing up and committing to be the best version of yourself for you and your people. You are such a badass for that. If you got anything good from this episode, would you send the love back by DMing me on Instagram at Boldly Lacey, letting me know exactly which part resonated with you? These types of messages empower me to keep showing up, and they also help me understand the types of conversations you really care about. All right, bestie, we'll talk again soon, but for now, it's time for you to step up and start being the badass that we both know you are. 